Welcome to Shoujo and Tell, where we discuss shoujo manga and tell who's hot and who's not, talk about themes, and just generally geek out. Today, January 8th, 2023, we'll be shoujo and telling about the series Man of Many Faces by Clamp, which isn't a sojo series, it's technically a shonen. I'm your host, Ashley McDonald, and I'm joined by my husband, Asher Softman. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Ashley. So tell us about yourself, Ashley McDonald. <laughs> No. <laughs> I refuse. Uh, you tell us about yourself, Asher. What's to tell? I mean, I've been here before. I'm the one that Ashley makes read all the clamp. Yeah. We're continuing our journey through all of clamp with a gag manga. So yay us. Yay us. <laughs> I wrote that we're going to do our best to keep this initial, like, I don't know, five minutes spoiler free but it's a two volume gag manga so i don't know what y'all expect that's so asher what what is man of many faces about uh well man of many faces is about a third grader named akira <laughs> who is the phantom thief or gentleman thief the man of many of 20 faces right specifically 20 yes. not many Yes. <laughs> Specifically 20. Specifically 20. Uh, who announces that he's going to steal something and then steals it. His two mothers uh, will generally kick this off by saying, we want it, and say what they want. And he mm, befriends, I guess, or be boyfriends. <laughs> the boyfriends. He be boyfriends a kindergartner named Utako, who is a very mature, sassy kindergartner who knows what she wants out of life, which is to be loved. <laughs> is that, that's about, oh, and uh, a high schooler named Ryusuke, I had to think about that because I almost called him Ryuji, <laughs> is chasing him. Yes, this is total arch nemesis yeah for sure. but he's just he's just there for laughs he's just there for the laughs yes. yes so asher had initially been like is persona 5 referencing this manga <laughs> because of akira and uh there's a teacher guy named akechi no 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 the detective Akechi. the detective guy detective. is is a high schooler as well yes he's not a teacher right it's okay. No, no, no. But the oh, in in twenty faces, yeah. In twenty faces, yeah. That guy's named Akechi. Yeah, Akechi is their like camp school, clamp schools, uh, campus doctor man. But no, this this is a reference to Edogawa Rampo's uh, the fiend with twenty faces. He's a big like mystery novelist, and that that's where these character names and archetypes came from. Yes, if you've uh, if you've watched Bungo Stray Dogs, that Rampo, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Asher, neither of us had read this before this this day. No. Did you like it? And if so, why? I did like it more than I expected to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Early Clamp is... I, I actually... 
you know, clamp overall can be really weird and really on and really disturbing and really not on. So like, (laughs) you never know what you're going to get. And I was like, okay, this is an, this is early clamp and it's a gag manga and it's for like second graders. So there's not going to be anything in here. Uh, But there was a lot. There was a lot. A lot to say about relationships in particular. Yeah. I agree that I also was like, this is more pleasant than I expected, especially when you're like, the premise is that a third grader falls in love with a kindergartner. (laughs) Okay. I'm not sure how I fell for this trick, but okay. That's cool. All very, all very good, but they're just, it's really endearing and wholesome. Yeah, it's really endearing. There's a ton of philosophizing about love and the nature of relationships that I actually felt was really good advice, more better than most clamp philosophizing about relationships <laughs> is. Um, and it was like surprisingly wholesome. Yeah. And I want to be clear that some of the philosophizing is definitely silly and doesn't work, but I think that's kind of the point because it's a gag manga. So I think like when when it's actually good, you're like, all right, that's the actual thing. And then the other things are just like, I, what, there was that one where he, what was, what was the movie? He like, Akechi just oh, was God. like, I'm going to tell you uh, <laughs> a deep philosophizing story. Yeah. Um, what was it? It was some some eighties movie, yeah, uh, that I've never seen. Hold yeah. on, let me get my phone. It wasn't Pretty Woman. Some like it hot. <laughs> 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 it just—he had a whole. It was like a whole page, dense text of him just telling you the plot of Some Like It Hot <laughs> and being like, "This is very serious," and it's like, "What is happening right now?" It was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, but then other parts of it are like, yeah, you're, you're like, you know, that's actually that that seems like pretty good advice uh, aligns with what I've seen uh, in my own relationships or in other people's relationships as uh, good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't I like all the basic clamp elements are here. It's obviously one of their lighter works. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should say that it was running. It was the first thing they started uh, right after Rig Veda, which is their first like officially published manga. Um, so obviously very different than Rig Veda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, different tones for different audiences. And that's that's great. Um, so they they apparently had pitched it as being a short series. So but it was supposed to be apparently more about the thieving and the fun of the capers and everything. And it is not that <laughs> super not that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you want to read about a third grader <laughs> falling in love with a kindergartner and them growing up and still being in love, uh, Band of Many Faces is available digitally from Viz Media for like literally $5 a volume. Um, so if you have any interest in just being like, I want to read all of Clamp Works too, or we, we've sold you on the wholesomeness, it's very cheap to obtain. I think it's somewhat expensive but not like hellishly so if you wanted to find used copies um that should be pretty easy if you want to spend 15 dollars a volume or 20 dollars a volume to obtain it it's only two volumes i don't 
on a control you i've spent more on the cowboy bebop manga that <laughs> hopefully we'll do this year <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right so now we'll, we'll get into the meat of this discussion which i assume this episode will be fairly short because there's not a lot but here we go the spoiler warning we will spoil things from here on out so asher did you like akira even though he's perfect yeah i mean he's fine he's very boring He's very he's boring. Very boring. Yeah. He's a very generic. He's like generically perfect, right? His his yeah. only failing is that he's too modest, you know. He's too modest. Um, yeah, and he's kind of a pushover. Uh, but well, he, he's, well, he's a, definitely a pushover. He's a sweet kid, you know. I don't dislike him. Do you like Utaka more? I mean, she's she's both more annoying and more yeah. interesting. So, like, sure. Maybe. <laughs> Is she the one really likes the star of the show? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, when she first came in, I was like, no way I'm going to like this chick. <laughs> and then I was like, she's kind of fun. But also, what am I reading? And what is happening to me? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on or why I'm liking this. This is very confusing. <laughs> How could you do this to us, Clamp? How could you do this to me, Clamp? I feel so conflicted and confused. And I think that's the Clamp wants to do that to us, honestly. Like, and that's that's fine enough, I guess. Like, I guess I should save this for the love philosophy bit, but I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, they have to believe that like true love requires being super childish about it in some way, but then also having really deep adult, like human philosophy about it is very confusing. Well, maybe it's, <laughs> that seems right to me. That seems right. That seems right. Yeah. So that's fun. So Utsuko, yeah, is super rich as well. Right. They both are. That's true. Although, I mean... Akira definitely just stole everything. <laughs> like his dad just stole yeah, everything. Yeah, I was like his dad then, did that. And then he's just also stealing stuff. I mean, who knows what his family background is? Like either part of his family, but yeah, no, his dad definitely stole everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they have a house. It's confusing. We don't know. We don't know. Utsuko definitely just her family is some like rich. Japanese forever family, you know, and they they encrusted. Uh, there was a the first thing he had to steal was an ice sculpture that had a million dollar jewel in its head because that's chill and everything. <laughs> and his moms wanted it, and it seemed like what they wanted it for was to put it in their pool. Yeah, and have it melt in there, make it like extra cold. Which like okay. they they it was a mermaid. They wanted to swim around with the mermaid. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. So Utsuko initially was in love with her kindergarten teacher, who luckily he said that is very sweet, but no, thank you. <laughs> he made it weird. He was like, I like you. But we're the age difference is too big, and I was like, and she was like, he didn't have to say it like that, and I'm like, I agree, he didn't have to, he did not have to say that. Oh, okay. How did I feel like he was trying to be nice Maybe. and be like, it's not about you, it's circumstances, not 
within our control. I mean, sure. And also, like, yes, a teacher can be like, a, 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 a student should feel that their teacher likes them, maybe. But, like, there's a line, I think, when a... <laughs> Someone when a when a kindergartner confesses to you, you should not at all make it equivocal <laughs> about whether or not you like the kindergartner back. Yeah, you think he should have been like, "That is very sweet, and I am flattered." However, yes. no, yes, okay. Well, that didn't happen. No, but at least they didn't end up together. God, because you know, Clamp. Okay, but I mean, Clamp would do it. Clamp, Clamp did, did. it. It with her times. sister yes <laughs> Clamp did it in this manga yes they were like well we didn't we we couldn't make this one happen because you know akira is here akira is here but we love this teacher student thing so we're gonna do it over here yeah over here it in with- there before this manga ends <laughs> yeah in a f- little four coma we're just gonna write in a in a bio basically like so Ma- Makoto, uh, who is her, who is uh, Utako's sister, they were like, we're we're gonna make her end up with her first grade teacher, and it's like, oh, was that the same teacher? Like the possibility is there. Oh, gross. It's there though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just we don't know, you know, yeah. and that's why 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 clamp why you gotta that's like the one thing where it's like why did you have to put that in there. <laughs> In the same way that, like, did the teacher have to say it like that? Like, did that have to yeah, be in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't have to be in no, there. No, it didn't. And they, they literally, they slit. It was the last page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were just like, ah, oh, you thought you could walk off scot-free, but no. <laughs> I, I will, we're going to get more into some things later, but I want to establish all the main character players first. So we have Ryusuke, who is he even, he's not important. No. He's just there for super gags. <laughs> yeah, I think when maybe earlier on when they thought maybe they thought they would be doing more with the capers and stuff, uh, yes. they would do more with Ryusuke. So Ryusuke is again the high schooler chasing Akira, and uh, no, he's not important. He's kind of annoying too. <laughs> he's like very earnest but very yeah. one note gag character. So whatever. Yeah, and he looks super 80s, 90s. Like, he looks like, I don't know, like the Yu Yu Hakusho guy or something. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't. I was going to say he kind of looks like Kay from, uh, like, Miyaka's brother. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's he's very much, he's just, there's nothing about him that stands out. Not only is his character type, like, an art, like, this character Super exists enough, yeah. in DNA Angel. This character exists in I don't know. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, he's just he's just there. He's just there. He's contractually obligated to say that he will finally foil man <laughs> twenty twenty faces every chapter once and for all. Yeah, every <laughs> chapter. <sighs> that was funny. I liked that joke. <laughs> Um, I actually okay. Well, so we're the next character to talk about is Akechi, who is again the campuses, clamp schools, campus doctor. And so the next couple of manga we're gonna do are all gonna be like the clamp school ones. 
I think of it as a trilogy now, I guess. So we're going to do that trilogy, starting with this one, because it chronological, it was published first. So I actually was afraid that, I guess I wasn't afraid, but I thought there was going to be a romance between Ryusuke and Akechi, actually. I thought <laughs> that I thought that might be a possibility, too. Um, yeah. because they're always shown together and yeah. because... For, like, no reason, right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the reason is that Akechi is Akira's uncle and he's trying right. to make sure that Ryusuke slash the police don't actually catch this third grader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's no, like, why, why, why is he... Ryusuke doesn't yeah. know why. <laughs> why. There's no, like... <laughs> premise for why this is happening yeah, why? presented ryusuke like invites him but why yeah. but why it's very <laughs> unclear why those two are buddies yeah so i was like do they like each other like I... <laughs> uh akechi is always cooking for yusuke yeah i'm sure they were, they were in love. i'm sure they were shipped but i do oh, not believe no. there's really like if clamp wanted them to be seen as a couple, I have a feeling they would have put more evidence for it, you know? Yeah. Like, I definitely, I felt like in the beginning, I was like, ooh, the hints are there. And then it didn't go there. And I was like, huh, okay. But yeah, so Akechi and Akira are supposed to be amazing cooks. Like, they, they have to learn to be gourmet chefs. Because why not? So then, yeah, so... Akira's dad does exist. Mm -hmm. He is not dead. He's just not around for question mark, question mark, question mark reasons. And he comes back as Santa Claus. Yes. I thought it was very cute that Akira still believes in Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) At nine years old. Because I feel like I was that nine year old. Oh, really? I get you, bro. Yeah, I think that's around the time where I learned that Santa Claus is not real. I don't ever remember thinking he was real, but well, you're Jewish. I am that Jewish. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. I also don't remember ever thinking the fair, the tooth fairy, was real. Oh, okay. Well, you just aren't any fun then. I guess <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. With all your Christian friends, did you try to tell them? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay, so you were like a little bit of fun then. <laughs> I, like, I really don't remember. Yeah. Well, so it's very fun in this because you think, because kids are mean in actuality and they will make fun of you on the playground if you still believe in Santa Claus. And they're like, Santa Claus isn't real. But in this, what happens is that everybody who, like he's, at a student council meeting or something with the uh, schools, the the, the school other detectives. student ca- yeah, the clamp school detectives, which I don't really know anything about yet, but I know that the the clamp school detectives. <laughs> uh, so they're all on the student council together, and they were discussing their what they should do for their school holiday party, and it somehow came up about Santa Claus and how Akira still believes in Santa Claus and they were like you don't you don't actually believe Santa Claus is real and he's like yeah totally do and and they're just they couldn't clarify (laughs) (laughs) that they they super believe he's not real and like he's totally not real because they're just like this pure-hearted child like we can't (laughs) we can't destroy his bubble (laughs) 
they were like but he's so weird <laughs> but he's so weird though but like i guess it's fun and endearing you know <laughs> yeah and yeah his his dad is just like why isn't he there does he not go on capers anymore are there two men of 20 faces doing things and nobody questions why one of them is a child <laughs> the other one is an adult man i have questions i don't know that anyone chasing akira registered that he was a child that's true i was like do they never see him enough to like know which one is which <laughs> you know, I, it's it's like sailor moon they never register that she has this very distinctive hairstyle uh so there's there's some magic going on yes yes is the magic that he has two moms who are not named mom a and b uh, are they sisters who knows <laughs> i don't know that that is the magic i do believe that if this were a more serious manga, it would definitely be like some part of the prophecy. Child with two moms. Yeah, which one of them carried him? Like, I have questions. Both. <laughs> Both? Yeah, that's part of the magic. Exactly. <laughs> they switched every month. <laughs> then that last half of the month, oh they like God. just. They had half. <laughs> This is a great theory. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yes. So his moms look the same, which leads you to believe that they are sisters. However, that is not stated. It's not stated. They don't have names. They don't have names. His dad does have a name. It was mentioned in one of those little side oh, panels, yeah, but I don't was. I super don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was. They sleep in the same bed. They married the same man. They, yeah, they married the same man somehow. Magic. Um, <laughs> Is that legally binding? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't understand the rules. There are no rules. It's all magical. <laughs> is this polyamory? Are they sisters? Are they clones? Are they, oh yeah, are they clones? Are they oh, actually yeah. the same person? Mirrored. Is this is There's this a uh, uh, Tsubasa situation? Is it, yeah. Are there? Is there another one somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Off with the dad. Oh my god, yes. Okay, we solved it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So then the only other character is the aforementioned Makoto, who like is there to be the Tomoyo of this series? Yeah, essentially, I guess. Yeah. And marries her first grade teacher when she's an adult, but still no. <laughs> yeah. Clamp, clamp, clamp. Why you gotta be like this? Okay, so a as we mentioned in the lead up to all this, there is a lot of philosophizing about love and particularly with the intersection of gender, I feel, in a way that is not always necessarily true in a clamp manga. But is there any bit of advice, bits of advice that you, you really liked in particular? Was it the Some Like It Hot rant? No. <laughs> Uh, that one didn't make as much of an impression on me. I just thought it was so weird. It was really <laughs> weird. Uh, Clamp was still getting their feet under them as far as philosophizing about stuff in their manga goes, I think. No, I, I very early on, I think, and it comes back up, is that people in love are still two different people. Their lives don't 
meld. I really liked that. I was like, nobody says this stuff <laughs> in in romantic stuff until you get older and you're reading like books meant for actual adults. It's a very mature thing to have come out of the mouth of a kindergartner, whoever said it. The third grader or the kindergartner. Yeah, one of them <laughs> said it. Or the first grader, who knows? Who knows? I don't, yeah. I don't think Makoto said this particular I one. I think it was before she came in. Yeah. What about you? I remember reading a lot of them like three times. Because <laughs> some of them I think don't have cohesion. <laughs> oh, the first one didn't make any sense. No, like the opening pages? Uh, not even the opening pages. I think it was the first time Akechi said anything. This, the candy one. Oh, where yeah. he was like, oh, no. No, that's no, not it. It wasn't Akechi. It was it was uh, Akira. Yeah. He said it to Utako the first time they met. Like, you, if you gave a, a present to somebody, you would... It was yeah, no, bizarre. I think I have that quote written down. You wouldn't give your precious someone a gift you don't like. Therefore, you can't expect your special someone to love you if you don't love yourself. And it's like, what? I don't think those statements go no. with each other. No, they don't. It was very confusing. That might have been a, a translation blip, honestly. Mm, maybe. I also was like, I don't think I agree with you wouldn't give your precious someone a gift you don't like. And it's like, well, if I know that they would like it, I might. Right, right. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no, I liked the the later bit in that conversation where he's like, eat can candies, get angry. And when you're done, you'll smile again. I was like, yeah, yeah that's best great. advice I've ever seen. <laughs> That's top tier advice right there. <laughs> also top tier advice for a kindergartner. Yes. It's like right, the like... only the only advice given that makes sense for the age range of the of the receiver of the advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think I agree with you. I think the strongest parts where were about where they were like, you know, we have to retain that we are two different people and that we will change over time. Yeah. But that can be exciting. Like you can make it be an exciting part of learning each other over and over again rather than yeah, like you drifted apart, right? Yeah. An eternal love that's just comfortable and unchanging is, yeah, is I think um, Utako says or thinks something to this effect. It's like it's boring and unrealistic. A love in which you be like – you're like, okay, I have a life outside of you. I'm going to go become a better version of myself and maybe you'll like it. I think that is yeah. pretty wonderful and exciting. So wonderful. So exciting. <laughs> yes. I think I was put off by the beginning bits, like the opening pages begin with making it about gender though. Yeah. Like it's like, how does a man, well, how do you measure the worth of a man? I was like, hmm. <laughs> I think by making his bride happy, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I think um, Clamp was figuring out as they went where they wanted to go with this manga, and they were like, well, not that direction. Not <laughs> that. Well, see, that's interesting because I listened to Clampcast and they were talking about how they they initially were like, yeah, it was supposed to be more about the capers, um, but it starts out with these pages. But they were like, those might have been added retroactively. Oh. So. Which I think makes sense, actually. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know how to 
verify that or not. But I think that would make a lot of sense that those pages were added for the like Tonkaban version rather than hmm. whatever ran in, in a magazine. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think that changes what I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> it does mean that I, I don't know who directed them to add those pages and what where they thought the manga was heading. <laughs> I just think no, but I think it means that like they wrote it after knowing where the manga went. Oh, like all and so it they was were trying the to make done? an overarching th- oh, thesis. Know. Yeah. Me, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hmm, would have done it better. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah, like Utsuko is very obsessed with being a good housewife, essentially. <laughs> and I feel like that only disappoints me from a. I feel like her character archetype falls so heavily into that like you know she seems like so spunky and sparky and then like she inevitably has it all cut out from under her by just like being a a housewife I don't know well I thought the conversation she had with Akira about that about how she's not very good at being a housewife it's not that she's not spunky and whatever still and he is still better than her at all the housewife duties he is. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that conversation. Well, I didn't I didn't think his part of it was interesting because he's just like, I love you anyway. Yeah, I know. You're a puppy. Yeah. I think he doesn't understand either. Like that sometimes annoys her and he never he never he didn't get it. No. Or or he chooses not to get it. Like he sees it and it's whatever. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. change the fact that he does still love her unconditionally and like he loves when she makes stuff for him because she made it like I can get that in a way yes you're a sweet boy who would be like that yeah but I hmm, I would not prefer the food you made me over mine (laughs) 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 excellent Um, but I do appreciate the things you do for me because you do them and because a lot of the things you do for me are not things I am good at. Yeah, we have to make up for each other's weaknesses. Yeah, so it's a different situation, I think, than uh, Akira and Utako. But, you know, if that is the way she wants to express her love for him and she wants to get good at it and she wants to get better at it, then I think it's good that he you know, accepts what she gives him. And there's also still all this room, like, you know, to go back to the theme of they are growing people and changing people. And so is their love a growing and changing thing. I think that's okay. Also, like, in a way, it's a little bit of a subversion of who she is because she's rich. So she doesn't need to be a good housewife. And <laughs> they can just use that money. Yeah. <laughs> But she wants to do that for him. She wants to contribute. So, like, yeah, it's a little, you know, it it is heavily gendered. It is heavily reliant on um, particularly Japanese conceptions of what a good household is. And, like, they had two volumes to do this. And it's it's made, it was published in a a magazine for little boys. So I'm like, eh, (laughs) that's fine. You're like, it's good. Yeah. Well, I think it's 
maybe this is an overarching clamp thing that I would like them to go harder into, but I think overall, all of their conceptions of love, more than even the age thing, I think, rely on just like money Hmm. does not matter, right? Like they're either rich, like Tomoyo in, you know, Mm -hmm. CCS is rich and, and just other characters don't really, they're not maybe rich, but they're like, not in poverty either like money money is just no there's no hardship there there's no nothing money won't tear you your relationship apart like akira's a thief he but he had a job at the end there to buy the the ring for her and i just think that i'm just like yeah well the super idealized and cute conception of love can only exist maybe in that bubble where like money can't tear you apart like you you both like these characters both don't care about money and can acquire anything that they do care about with the money Mm -hmm. right that's interesting because i do think money does come up in other clamp works obviously Mm -hmm. this one they don't want there to be exterior obstacles to these two Uh, like why um, there isn't the space for that even. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes me think about what, what you were saying made me think about actually there was a, a money problem in Cardcaptor Sakura because Sakura's dad didn't have money and mm-hmm. was her teacher. So like, you know. <laughs> so like, yes, Nadeshko did come from money, but like actually did give that up. And there was kind of a struggle for them to because they didn't have family support. Right. Um, And then the other one I was thinking of was actually Hideki, where money was a huge concern for him. Hideki. Right, right. (laughs) And it actually did cause some drama. It was an impetus for for things. Like the drama was not in the end about money, but it it did drive some of the plot. And it will again later, I think, because I mean, well, maybe, maybe, um, what's her name? The landlady will help him out. Oh, yeah, daughter. I was like, never mind. But um, yeah, the rich landlady who doesn't need his right, rent money. Right, right. In that, in it's just in that particular manga, money did feel like a real thing, mm. unlike in this one. You know? Yeah, money felt super fake in this. Oh yeah, money. I, that was the point. It wasn't supposed to feel real. It's no, ridiculous yeah, yeah. capers. But I definitely just started to be like, hmm, I feel like overall in most clamp manga, like yeah. money is not presented as an object uh, to get in the way of, of real love. No. <laughs> no. So everybody can look forward to my forthcoming essay where I reread all the clamp works again oh, and then write about the presence of money. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> I also just wanted to say for the record that when they the student council was discussing their holiday plans, they discussed what they had done the previous holiday and they were like, we had a big old trivia, world trivia thing where the, the winner got a, a cruise to go around the world and the month-long absence from school didn't count against them. And I was like, if you went on a cruise that went around the whole world, it's going to take you more than a month. And I looked that up. I'm pretty sure the shortest ones are three months. So I'm just <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Amazing. That That's how, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I just got to keep the, the facts straight here. So do you support Akira and Utuko having 
been in love since they were eight and five years old, respectively, getting married. (laughs) You know what? They made it work. They went in with really uh, mature self-awareness and intentions and like, I'm going to become a better person and that's outside of you. I'm going to have a life outside of you. So as much as I would normally look at this kind of, yeah, marry your kindergarten best friend kind of deal. Um, <laughs> I think they legit made it work. I actually think Akira and Utako are one of the healthiest and most sensical clamp romances ever. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, we, we are big supporters of them sleeping in separate beds at the yes. end. <laughs> they're sleeping in separate twin beds and we're like yes that is the basis of a very healthy relationship asher and i sleep in separate rooms (laughs) (laughs) and it works out great it does and we discuss if we want to have a child we're like hmm possibly we would have to sleep in the same room but we would absolutely have separate beds (laughs) (laughs) that that is the plan especially if akira is still moonlighting as a as a phantom thief like yeah like weird hours yeah exactly it's just it's so sensible you guys highly recommend yes yes <laughs> take the space you need for yourself love yourself so is that, good advice yeah. for a relationship it just didn't make a whole lot of sense in context yeah 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 take the space you need for yourself so that you can better enjoy the space you make for both of you oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what's up how do you feel about the dad and mom a and b i mean i love polyam representation i'm all for the relationship i am less supportive of who they are as people yeah <laughs> that that's how i feel about that like good for you, you. love petulant mom a and b uh no, no. <laughs> i don't clamp if you think about it they're horrible parents yeah yeah they are <laughs> For sure. They're terrible parents and bad people. They are not much mat- the least mature characters in this in this manga starring a third and kindergartner. <laughs> yeah. Made for second grade. Right. <laughs> um, obviously we both are like, you didn't have to put that Makoto and first grade teacher relationship in there at the end. Yeah, no. You didn't have to sneak that in there. Did not. Um, all right, so I'm going to revive an old segment here, and we're going to take an age quiz. Okay. And I don't know if this is going to end up good or bad, but the, so this is a what is your inner age quiz all right. from BuzzFeed because this kindergartner knows way too many big words for her oh, age. All so. right, so we're taking it for Utako? Um, sure, let's take it for Utako. Or should we take it for Matoko? No, take okay. it for Utako. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm Utako. Okay, if you lived in Seoul, I'll read out the the questions and the possible answers. Okay. So if you lived inside a movie, what character would you be? The protagonist, the villain, the love interest, the funny best friend, the mentor, the popular kid. She would be the love interest. Obviously the love interest. Yeah, yeah, That's all she wants in life. (laughs) Yeah. So what's the first thing you notice about another person? Their intelligence, their humor, their beauty, their mannerisms, their voice, their laugh. That's a tougher one. Yeah, that is hard. Their presence in your bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think 
intelligence, honestly. That would make sense. The reason I'm hesitating is because the very first thing she kind of fell in love with about Akira was his mm-hmm. smile. Mm. And the the smile that he brought out of her in the midst of her heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Over losing her first love, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you want me to put their laugh? Yeah, because I, I think it was, they didn't say like who was attractive and who was not. What they went for was like who makes you smile and stuff. Who do you want to be okay. with? So I, I would say laugh. Okay, laugh it is. Which of these foods sounds the most comforting to you? <laughs> this isn't about you. No, <laughs> this is about Utako. Okay, well, I didn't read the answers yet, I don't so like cake. I don't think cake is one of them. So mac and cheese, chocolate chip cookies, ramen, burger and fries, ice cream, pancake breakfast, uh, cookies. That's the closest to cake. Pancake or pancakes. breakfast. Pancake breakfast. Yeah. They do bake breakfast a lot in this manga. Yeah. So. How would your best friend describe you to someone you've never met? <laughs> Professional, quick-witted, excitable, comforting, creative, or bold? So I'm imagining bold. Matoko in this role. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Would she say bold or what was the first one? Professional? Not professional. Quick-witted? Maybe. I wish there was like mature beyond her age, but... Um, no, that's, that's not... That's that's the pizza the purpose. I know. <laughs> I know. Quick-witted or bold. No, bold, I think, because she was like, no, wow, not- meeting, meeting a phantom thief in your bedroom at night? <laughs> yes. Okay. What music genre do you like the least? Alternative, pop, country, hip-hop, folk, classical. Uh, wait, you do this one. You're better with the music genres. Oh, God. Which one do you like the least yeah. for Utica? Yeah. Oh, man. I think, I think the first part of her name means song, so maybe this is relevant. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I want to pick country or folk, but that might be my own bias. No, that was also my leaning. I would say country because it's more commodified than the folk. Mm, yeah. She's all snooty rich girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which of these places would you rather live? A tiny mushroom-shaped cottage in the woods, an old college library converted into apartments, a secret society located inside a dormant volcano. What? <laughs> <laughs> a castle in the clouds guarded by a dragon. A hidden tower inside a giant tree trunk, or an underwater house in the city in the, in the found city of Atlantis. Oh, uh, I'm thinking either the castle in the clouds or the Atlantis. What do you think? Okay, I was also thinking an old college library converted into apartments. Really? <laughs> That's what you would like. <laughs> <laughs> But I could see, I th- I feel like Dragon more because she's like fiery and spunky. Yeah, so Castle. Castle in the clouds guarded by a dragon. Yeah, tra- yeah. Oh no, there's an art question. Uh-oh. all right. <laughs> I have to remember what they are. <laughs> they are famous works of art. 
Oh, like there are pictures? Yes. Do you want me to come look? Yeah. Okay. You can just click on the link in the... So I will read the question at least. Which of these pieces, which of these art pieces speaks to you the most? All right. We've got Starry Night by Van Gogh, a cubist thing, (laughs) a fairly realistic, light, still life of a, of a vanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, A line drawing of people's faces done. I think it's a contour drawing done with a single line. Mm. Uh, Some traditional Japanese uh, landscape with the cherry blossoms in bloom. And a um, not quite a Renaissance painting, but like that kind of vibe, but clearly further along in time, judging by the... it's It's an oil painting of a party. With yeah. two women chatting on a sofa and some other people doing some other stuff. Hmm. So this is hard. Which one speaks to Uchiko the most? Yeah, I'm thinking either the vanity or that last one, but I, I'm leaning towards the vanity. I also like this vanity. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna click it up. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So a genie offers you these six deals. You must pick one. Which one will it be? You're the richest person in the world, but you lose your best friend forever. Your dream home fits perfectly in your budget, but it's incredibly haunted. That's the one we would pick. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear other people's thoughts, but they can also hear yours when you listen. You get to meet the singers of your favorite song, but nobody else remembers the song exists. You have an unlimited budget for clothes. But you always have to wear something orange. (laughs) You can predict the future once a day, but you have to solve a complicated math problem first. (laughs) Amazing. These are some tough questions. This is so good. Yeah. I think for Utako, she would pick you get to meet the singer of your favorite song, but nobody else remembers the song exists because she gets to have... Akira, the man of 20 faces, but nobody else knows who he is, is my yeah. thought. She she loves that crap. Yeah. yeah. I also was leaning towards that one. Okay, so great. Pick. I do. I like the idea of her picking. You can predict the future once a day, but you have to solve a complicated math problem first <laughs> because she gets something incredibly useful and she has to work for it. I mm. think she's okay with that. Like there's a thrill in that. Yeah. Anyway. But I don't I, like I don't it. think she'd actually pick it over the other thing. Yeah. They're all very funny, though. <laughs> so. <laughs> what small thing makes you realize someone will be a good friend? They still laugh at your bad jokes. They really care about animals. They always offer you some of their snacks. They send you memes they think you'll like. <laughs> they always watch slash listen to the things you recommend. Or they always ask how you are. I think my first instinct was they always offer you some of their snacks, but I think <laughs> they always ask how you are would actually hit her more deeply. Yeah. I w- liked the snack one because I was like, I feel like that's appropriate for her age and she actually would really appreciate it. But <laughs> I think food is used so much 
and the giving mm-hmm. of food and the making of food yourself for people that used so much in this manga that they always ask how you are is more of a uh, novelty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she also, like, what she really wants from Akira is not gifts from him or the material things that he steals from her. Uh, She wants his time and his genuine attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Agree. Pick an obscure college class to take. A history of failed and disproven theories. An analysis of potato dishes around the globe. Cracking the case. True crimes. <laughs> unsolved mysteries. The greatest fictional worlds of all time. Apartment decor 101. Small spaces and smaller budgets. <laughs> or is it true? Paranormal and extraterrestrial sightings. Well, obviously it's cracking the case. <laughs> yeah, it was too easy. Yeah. Okay. And finally, which of these colors is your favorite? So we have a salmony pink a tannish orange a yellow a sage green a light blue a darker blue a lavender purple (laughs) a light pink or a black pink you're just like click that pink smash it (laughs) okay so you know how are you how old you are literally but how old are you mentally 24 years old (laughs) That sounds right for her. Yeah. She's like childish enough to still be a child. um, But the things that come out of her mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Are definitely older than a kindergartner. Yeah. 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 But like not quite to the level where like you're an old lady inside of a child's body. Yeah. 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 24 sounds fine to me. On the inside, you're about 24 years old. You've got a good balance going on in your brain right now. You're a curious person who isn't afraid to let their adventurous side take over. But you're also mature enough to know your boundaries. Good for you. That sounds right. Yeah, the boundaries (laughs) thing. That's really what it's about. Yeah. All right, we solved it. We solved it. She's 24. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, BuzzFeed. (laughs) That would make her the right age for uh, the the kindergarten teacher. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because he was 17 years older than her. And she was four. So he yeah, was. Yeah, so they were actually perfect for each other. He was 21. It's okay. That's okay. okay. Right? All right. Yeah. So, final thoughts. So, I think this is going to be the 97th <laughs> episode of this podcast, full, full episode. And so, we have done quite a bit of Clamp series in those 97 episodes. Many of them have been dedicated to Clamp series. So, I think that it, that we should take some time to rank them from favorite to least favorite oh. uh, except I'm automatically going to cheat yeah you cheated <laughs> I, I, no, have, no, no. I have to put this I have to think about this you already did it okay okay well I'm first of all alright so I guess I'll read my ranking there are eight series including the one that we are currently discussing that have been covered on this podcast thus far and there are probably like 17 to go I don't know I haven't been keeping <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a bit because I think that ranking eight things like it's too many things. So I'm gonna put them into tiers. So God tier for me, like great manga, recommended to people, love it a lot, want to reread that is Tokyo Babylon. Uh, still my favorite of the bunch that we've read. 
second tier, pretty good stuff that I like, you know, everybody else probably likes it too. That's cool, whatever. Um, Magic Knight Rare Earth, Card Captor Sakura, and Man of Many Faces. That's right. I put Man of Many Faces yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. pretty good stuff I like. Um, the series that I could do without, which if you're keeping track is half <laughs> what we've covered so far. So I would put Angelic Lair, Rig Veda, Chobits, and Wish down here. Notably, those most three of those are not Chojo, so mm. take with that what you will. <laughs> okay. I think I got it for me. Okay. Okay. So I just straight up ranked. Uh, so number one for me is still Magic Knight Ray Earth, and I know nostalgia colors it for me, and I accept that about myself. Two is CCS um, for much the same reasons, uh, but I do think CCS still has a lot of like formative and wonderful things to, going for it. It has concepts that I'm still in love with, like uh, people of power attract people of power. So it, it applied to the world, like you're going to attract the people who are have an interest in the things that you do. Like there's something wonderful about that anyway three for me is tokyo babylon because it is just really good it's just so good uh four is man of many faces i think we have it in pretty much the same place yes yes surprising <laughs> is it though i don't think so okay. i don't think it's surprising five is angelic layer six is chobits seven is rig veda and eight is wish because we all know how i feel about wish oh yeah i mean wish is it definitely bottom <laughs> <laughs> bottom in this ashes to ashes household yeah. uh, for sure i just feel like i got more out of chobits than i did out of rig veda yeah i was like i was curious about that chobits rig veda <laughs> right there yeah that makes sense i actually i can agree with that yeah i i think i already don't remember anything i learned from rig veda <laughs> like it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah like maybe chobits goes places i really don't want it to go but I also feel like there's more to dig into with Chobits. Like there's plenty yeah. to dig into with Rig Veda, but it's hard to hard to dig into it because it's like just so strange and hard. What? So strange. So high fantasy. It's their first work. Like yeah. there's a lot of things working against it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind high fantasy. I love high fantasy, but it, the characters are just very hard to get inside. Yeah, yeah. They're more like archetypes, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think we did it. So thanks for listening to Shoujo and Tell. Comments, questions, constructive criticism, concerns. Need to tell us how much you surprisingly really like this manga? <laughs> Email Shoujo and Tell at gmail.com or leave a comment on the episode's YouTube page. We're at Shoujo and Tell on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You cannot find Asher on the internet. He's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited every time you see a new episode from us? If so, please consider leaving a, ra a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will help the show reach more hearts, or at least ears. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time, as mentioned, for Dukleon, Clamp School Defenders. So we're just going to be doing all the little trilogy of the Clamp School connected stories. I apologize. Bear with us. Maybe they'll all be surprisingly good. Maybe they'll all be surprisingly good. I don't know. I've never read any of them <laughs> until now, so I don't know anything. <laughs> um, and then I promise that for the 100th 
like main episode of this podcast i'm gonna try to do something real big okay like i promise um but stay tuned i have no concrete plans for that so stay tuned until then bye bye Did you want to put your clothes in the dryer? Oh, nah, I can do it later. Okay. That's on the recording. I should put that at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Today, January 8th, 2022, we'll be showed you and telling about... It's 2023. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 